So it's great. So now we can do a bit of guided meditation. I have to cease speaking quickly because it's already six minutes late. So, see if I can make up some time <laughs> in the meditation. But if you can, please sit comfortably wherever you are, on a chair, on a stool, on cushions. Actually, oh, there's a few people who use the walls as a nice backrest. They used to be the first meditation position which people took in this hall, on the walls, so they could lean back. And when I designed this hall, you see these little um, pillars there which jut out? They get extra resting space for people. That's why they were there for. But anyhow, people don't use them anymore. They use chairs instead anyway, never mind. I should stop talking, please. Tell me, stop talking, Ajambra. <laughs> and instead, just get your body as comfortable as you possibly can. And this is just the beginning of the comfort of the body. This is the Buddha's middle way, not doing anything which tires or hurts your body. So whenever I start meditation, I start by looking at my body. I start with looking at my feet and my legs and I already notice that my right foot is squashed under my left, left calf. So I'm going to adjust. I've been doing this for so many years, I know if I didn't adjust, it would get sore and it would disturb the meditation process later on. That's a bit better. And then from my legs, I do actually check that the knees are okay and the thighs are okay. And then when I get to my butt, the buttocks, I just notice my two legs, they're in a very, very comfortable position now. And I know this type of position, I can maintain this without any problem at all. And the feet can become quiet, it's like there's a business, there's a problem to be solved. And I've solved it, the comfort of my legs. So it doesn't need to disturb me, I don't need to think about anything down there. And I go to my buttocks. And this can be a problem if one doesn't adjust the bottom comfortably on the chair or on the cushion. So I do also make sure that my buttocks are evenly spaced over the cushion. And I go to my waist. And when I get to that waist, it just works for me, you don't have to follow it, but make sure you get a comfortable position for the waist. If you're on a chair, you can lean back if you wish. You can just lean forward if you wish, or just keep it nice and straight. When I'm on a cushion, I like straightening my back. I'm just putting my waist in a little bit. When I do that, my back feels strong. And I know from experience I can maintain this position for long periods of time, in comfort. And then I scan, move my awareness up my back, first of all, to make sure that it's pretty comfortable. But if anything which feels tense, I will pause there 
and almost I learned how to relax parts of my body. When you have mindfulness, you have the opportunity for feedback. And you try something and then the body actually does relax. Or sometimes you try something, it feels more tense, you're going in the wrong direction. So over the years you learn how to relax your own back. And I go you know, to my torso, the bottom of my torso again. And maybe it's because I'm a monk, I just go up my digestive tract, relaxing everything. To the point that my lower torso feels very comfortable. When I get up to my stomach, I make sure that's at ease as well. It's actually quite easy for a monk to, because you know I don't eat in the afternoon or evening, I haven't done that for years. Which means that my whole digestive system relaxes in the afternoon or evening. There's no tension or pressure or anything there. It's just nicely at ease, it's not working, it's just resting until tomorrow morning when I'll start eating again. I go up to my stomach, it feels comfortable. If I come across any feeling of tightness, tension or pain, I would always pause there. And I just know how to relax parts of my body, to allow them to expand, not to squash them, to allow energy, healing energy or whatever else it is needed to flow through that area until just the whole of my chest area starts to relax so much. It feels comfortable. It's like it's had a massage. Or it's like it's been, been bathing in a hot tub. So everything is loose and free. Go up even to my lungs and my heart. I know how to relax them. Not forcing them, but letting them be. It's a beautiful word, let something be. Not trying to change it, not trying to do anything with it, just letting it exist as it is. And that much of an attitude is enough to relax everything. And the mind, the body becomes really at ease. I go up to the, the, my shoulders and I notice again, I thought my shoulders were relaxed when I began but now I'm focusing on them, I can feel the tension in them. So for me, what I sometimes often do, I make those shoulders even more tight by scrunching them up. I can scrunch them up as much as I can then I let them go. I don't have to explain how to let something go because you've done that yourself many times. You take away the, the force. You take away this messing around with your body. You let it relax to the backs. And my shoulders are now much more relaxed than when I began. It's a great way of relaxing. And it's also, I notice, it feels good. 
Relaxation is a pleasurable experience. And I go down my shoulders, down the arms, and past the upper arms and the elbows. And again I notice that my posture with my fingers is all wrong. So I notice those fingers and I put them in a much more comfortable position. This way you scan down your body, you sweep your attention down it, and then you find that if there's something which needs, needs to be improved, you do so. The improving of your posture, you feel the effects of it. My hands now feel so much more at ease. This is called kindness. Mindfulness allows kindness to be effective. To do its job of being aware, being kind and relaxing. Then I go back up to my shoulders and my neck, making sure my head is well balanced on top of the neck. And once it's balanced, the neck doesn't feel any pain. It's the best it can do. So it becomes at ease. My head is too far forward, sometimes that makes a neck ache. Too far to the side or too far back and there's other aches happen. When it's balanced, I'm aware it's balanced, then it's free from all those disturbances. And last of all, I go to the front of my face, around the eyes and the nose and the mouth. And I deliberately relax all those muscles in that area. I use the feedback which mindfulness gives me to know how to do that. So now I'm relaxing the muscles around my eyes. And they're doing it. They're becoming at ease, free. And around my mouth as well. Relaxing everything. Until my face becomes free from any tightness or tension. So also notice that tightness or tension in the face is often caused by negative or strong emotions. So now I relax the muscles in the face and the emotions also become relaxed. It's what I call a segue from the body to the mind. And lastly, I become aware of the whole body sitting here from toes to head. If I notice something which I missed out, which is tensed up again, I always go back there, focus on it, give it kindness, and it will relax again. And I do this until I can feel my whole body, at least most of it, all relaxed and at ease, at peace. And I pause, I understand that if I'm mindful of a relaxed body for long enough, you get this joyful feeling. The pleasurable feeling always associated with a body very well relaxed. The reason I do that is not to indulge in pleasure, but to realize that when I know that pleasure, the relaxation goes even deeper. The body seems to have no 
obstacles or blockages. And I know this is great for physical health. And many people ask me on this kind of time, like a new year, please live a long life, Ajahn Brahm. This is how I do it. Relaxing the body to the max. And then I let the body disappear. I pay more attention now to the quality of peace in my mind. Some years ago I used to teach, give it a number, how peaceful you are, from one to ten. One is really peaceful, ten is very agitated. Be honest. And see what is necessary. What attitude change? What way of looking makes the peace get deeper and deeper and deeper? This is where you get some insight. And of course the clue is, be in this moment, let the past vanish, let the future disappear, it's uncertain, no one knows what's going to happen in the future. And then learn to be silent. So we're not, we're not discussing, we're not taking notes, we're not giving things names. But we know, we know in this moment, in silence.
now getting close to the end of this short meditation. Don't open your eyes yet. <coughs> Instead, know how you feel. How energized is your mind? Also, how happy, how content is it? And then how relaxed is your body? And if I meditate, my body feels so thankful for resting it, healing it, giving it energy too. It's a wonderful way of spending half an hour. I'm now going to ring the gong three times as usual. Please take the opportunity of listening to the beautiful sound of this South Korean gong being rang. It will be rang for three times at the end of the third ringing. That's the signal to open your eyes. Very good. Uh, thank you.